A warm welcome once again to the 23rd episode of Iftar for Soul, second installation, Justice to Self and Beyond. And as always, uh, a dedication to, to the founder and CEO of Yaqeen Institute, Dr. Omar Suleiman, for bringing forward a deep, a deep, uh, and a powerful insight into social justice and what can what can we as an individual contribute to the establishment of, of justice in the society and uh, it's, it's, it's it's a wonderful reminder upon a wonderful reminder of a reflection that we all need to 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 overtake to be able to understand how are we all part of the bigger picture and uh, the responsibility does not start anywhere outside but it starts from us and uh, I, I guess um, to today's topic it's a bit difficult for me to be honest so I will be for most part quoting what Dr. Omar Suleiman said because of my lack of knowledge in this uh, uh, in this topic uh, it, it's it's a topic on economics and finances and anyway uh, because of my technical background I'm not well versed in this uh, <laughs> in this topic I still struggle to understand the, the global financial and economical systems and I think Dr. Omar Suleiman did an amazing and a very swift job in explaining uh, the concept of, of Islamic financing um, it's highlighted in the Sharia, Sharia, and I and I guess what's what's really interesting is that the 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 uh, there is an entire um, the, the, there is an entire ruling on on business transactions in Islam that is found in Islam, like how are we supposed to conduct businesses? And a bit of sh- a light was shed upon this concept uh, in the previous two episodes where we looked at about the employee and employer relations relationships uh, before we looked at greed. And um, now, and one of the one of the one of the effects of greed are we uh, is is what Dr. Omar Suleiman will look at in the next episodes. But since I'm only left with a handful of episodes now, so today is uh, a, mon- a Monday, and my last episode I will be featuring um, uh, is on Friday actually. So I only have five episodes left, and I also wanted to touch uh, some episodes about social justice to the environment and to the to the animals. So. This would be, I guess, um, I will not be talking more about the effects of greed, um, uh, as as the Dr. Omar Suleiman does, but I will be talking a bit more about uh, so, so social aspects. For example, the relations between our our, our within families, uh, to the environment, to 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 the animals, etc. So let let's see how the next episodes will look like. So if there is a general break in the structure of this podcast. Uh, I do apologize for that, uh, and I also do apologize for the breaking of the structure within the episode because I do feel that there is this inter and intra uh, damage <laughs> done to the structure. I I really I I, I really struggle with this, and may Allah uh, ease uh, it for me to to have a more structural approach in my episodes. Um, and uh, the the message that I that 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 I intend to to deliver, um, it, it does come through. Uh, but yeah, I think we are we are all machines at the end of the day. The input is definitely the the efficiency of every machine is never hundred uh, percent. We we don't live in an ideal world, but may Allah help me to 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 work on my flaws and and give a more quality uh, um, uh, quality quality result in the next podcasts that I will be doing inshallah. So um, let's look at the topic today. So uh, it's 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 very it's very connected to the social injustice. I mean, this is something that that is so 
common and so normalized that people don't even realize, especially Muslims, that this is a this is this is a sin. This is a, this is a horrendous sin, and the gravity of the sin we will be looking at uh, as we go through this episode. And the topic here is a riba, usury, interest, basically, and. Riba actually means an increase. Zakat, which is the charities, also means an uh, increase, but zakat means incre- increment with purity. Whereas riba is something else. Now, interest. The, so the, the holistic idea in Islam is that it, it, is, it does not allow to make money on money. You, you cannot make money out of money. And why is it like that? We will, we will come to that point also. But this is one of the main reasons behind uh, interest. And this is, interest is something that... that, 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 that that destroys economies, that destroys, that challenges recession all the time, and that is something that, that is basically making money upon something and, and actually having money which is also not even there yet. So there are lots of concepts involved in this, uh, and, 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 um, and, and Islam is a society there. Islam encourages a society which is based upon charity which is based upon uh, helping out the needy, uh, offering services to the, to, to the weak, to the vulnerable, not making money out of them. Islam is completely against the, 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 the laws, the financial laws, the financial leaders in Islam are completely against where people make money upon someone's need. And making money, not even, you know, let alone uh, the, the money uh, that, uh, to, to a certain extent, you see that the systems that are established now, to what extent money is made. It's, it's, it's remarkable to see how rich uh, some, some banks can get. And uh, the, the collapse that is, you know, that is absorbed easily by the rich of the society, but it is, it's heavily affected and they're heavily influenced by these recession and inflation are the poor people. And they are the ones who are then, un, at the end of the day, are unable to afford anything, are unable, are, are, are kicked out uh, out of their own homes. They are, they are um, they're, they're, their property is not even theirs. Like, you know, you, you give so much loans to people who, who want to live a decent life, who want to have a, uh, a shelter over their head. But what if one of the, the breadwinners or the, the breadwinners of the household uh, fall sick? What if they cannot pay the loan anymore? What, what happens after that? What kind of programs are there? What kind of welfare programs are there for, for such people? You know, it's, 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 it's shocking to also know, as, as Dr. Omar Salman pointed out, that there are, on average, each American is at the moment has a, a, a credit debt of $5,000. And that, that, that's quite a sum in many, many countries, if, especially if you convert. So, you know, you're, 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 you're basically you're basically making so much money, you're printing so much money against what? You know, there's, 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 there's in reality, there's nothing. So there, there are lots of, it, it can open, uh, as I said, you know, I do not have much, uh, much knowledge in, in, in this transactional, in this, in the financial system, but we need to be aware that, 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 that mortgage or, or this, 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 this comp- interest, uh, interest, etc. It, it's, 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 it's a sin. And, and to so much extent that Allah mentioned in the Quran that Allah and his messenger, Prophet actually, they, they, they will wage war against those war, not as in, you know, but, uh, but, but they, they, a war will be a war is wage, a war is wage against people who practice uh, riba. So let's get into it. So it has been narrated by Sulaiman ibn Amr anhu that he has heard Prophet Muhammad say in Hajjat al-Wida'a. Hajjat al-Wida'a is the, last, is, the, is the last address to the Ummah. So this was the last sermon he gave. And this was the most powerful, as historians mention, uh, that a man of that, stat- a man of that status said anything like that. 
where he abolished racism, where he abolished uh, femin uh, excuse me, uh, sexism, and where he abolished any kind of disparity or inequality between uh, between people based on their gender, uh, so, 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 social status, and uh, their uh, th their tribe, caste system, for example. Everything was abolished in this. And riba, interest, was also one of the points where he mentioned that. So this hadith is is, is actually a, a, an excerpt of this uh, sermon. So where Prophet is reported to have said. Verily, all of the usury, riba, is forbidden. You can, you can still have access to your capital gains and sums, but the riba has been abolished. Do not wrong and do not be wrong. Uh, end quote. So now here, again, you know, like right now, you know, it, it, it really becomes impossible, at least for me, because as, as, as someone who's looking to invest, let's say who wants to buy a property, who wants to buy a house, there is no way I, am, uh, I, 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 can, I, I can escape the system of, uh, of, of, of interest, right? But what happens at the end of the day? Imagine if I, if I have taken a house now of 200,000 euro, right? If I take an apartment of that much price and include adding the interest, this house will definitely be up to 250, 260,000 euro. And for me to make to make money on this, on this, because definitely if I'm investing money somewhere, at the end of the day, I also want to make some money. I need some profit. And then the, the, the house will be for, let's say, 300,000 euro. And then the cycle goes on. Then the, 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 the price of the land, which was actually 200,000 euro, in, in a few years of time, in, 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 in a few decades, it will easily shoot up to uh, uh, multifolds. So you see what, what actually happens here when we, when we start nurturing a system that that allows making money on money so now let's get deeper into this so the the, the general idea is that that more when people the, the the first impression people can have that you know it restricts people from practicing their 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 right to buy something it's actually more there to liberate people for of it because right in the moment we may not see the, the the repercussions we may not see uh, the the adverse effects that it brings into the society especially the vulnerable of the, of, of, of the society um, but in the long run these effects uh, 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 become transparent so living living within your means and needs is an Islamic concept but due to credit lines and loans we usually don't realize that if we get sick or incapable that we are swarmed with loans. And this is this is this is this is where you know, as 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 Allah points out in the Quran, that money is not meant to belong to certain elite individuals. It says, um, um, it says in the surah. Actually, I had it open, but now, as I can see, that it's not there anymore. <laughs> it says in Surah Al-Hashr, which is the um, which is the surah. 59 of the Quran in, in the Jews 28 uh, and ayah is number 7 so I will read out the part of the ayah where it says that so, yeah so that wealth may not merely circulate among your rich so you see here Allah is, 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 is reminding people that you know we are not the scope of your wealth is not to be you know you don't circulate the wealth within within the people and that's why 
you know, if you look at the, if you look at the certain societies, if you look at certain countries, you always have this gap, huge gap between the poor and the rich. The rich keeps on getting richer, and the poor keeps getting poorer. They do not have the means. They do not have the means to fulfill their basic needs. Rich, rich kids from rich parents. They they start opening businesses. They start, you know, they they, they, they this is where the money keeps on rotating, right? You have this this one family who owns certain factories, and they open a hospital, and then the hospital so hospital is 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 again a very elite hospital. Then only the elite goes in there. This is a very common phenomenon in many countries. Um, what, what reminds me of here is also the insurance companies. This is also one thing that I will also touch in, uh, in my next uh, uh, in my episode of tomorrow because insurance companies are also something we need to look at. Like how much of insurance company business model is, uh, can be tolerated, right? So, so let's, so exactly. So here you see that, that, that Allah... Right before, the, right after this ayah, where Allah is talking about the, um, uh, you know, that the money should not, uh, money should not circulate within, within, the, within the, within the elite. The next ayah, uh, ayah number eight, Allah directly says that some of the gains will be for poor immigrants and who were driven out of their uh, of their homes and wealth. So it's it's, it's here, you know. You, if you if you look at these the, the, these set of ayahs for seven, eight, and nine in Surah Hashr, it will become obvious that we are encouraged to to think of the poor, to, to poor people, to think of the vulnerable in the society, to think of those who do not have access to so much luxury or even the necessities. You know, we 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 are. There is no harm if you are fulfilling your needs, if you're fulfilling your basic necessities. But anything after that, you're also allowed to to have some kind of luxury around you. But we cannot kick people out of equation. We cannot kick people who, who do not have access to those means. We cannot kick them out of equation. And again, you know, the methodologies of giving charity, we highlighted them in the, in the, in the beginning of this episode. But we need to understand that to, to internalize the fact that part of our wealth, this is a blessing from Allah. And the way to purify our wealth is that we give it to people. We, 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 we give it in charity. How much we give in charity? Again, we cannot belittle our charities even if we give one euro per month. Let's start somewhere. You know, we do not have to think of always, I don't know, like taking the largest step. I mean, that's how a child also walks. A child doesn't learn how to run. A child learns how to crawl, crawl first and then, you know, hold things and walk. And this is how it works. We, we, we need to see how much of baby steps can we take. So... Here you see that 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 you know that, that, that there's there's a hadith actually that uh, from Hassan where he says that a penny of interest is more grievous in the sight of Allah than actually committing incest. So why are some sins normalized? Why 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 are we not considering that that you know Islam does not only stop on what you eat if you're eating pork or not or if you're eating uh, drinking alcohol if you're taking drugs? Islam does not stop there. There is a huge. I mean, look at this. I mean, for for my. With my very humble opinion, because I, I in no way I, I feel I feel qualified to give uh, an opinion on uh, on hadith, and that's why I cannot say much. And if I look at this hadith right now, like opinion of interest is more grievous inside of Allah than incest. That you see that that even fornication, because you know fornication and adultery, this is something that that all Abrahamic religions uh, um, uh, to talk about. Why fornication and adultery is also committed, considered a sin? This is a talk for another episode. This is not the scope within this, but th that is again based on a social welfare. But anyway, let's not get into that right now. But murder, alcohol, adultery, all of these sins are considered uh, are considered 
major sins, but in, interest is one of them also. We cannot we cannot go and preach uh, become this 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 this. Um, pioneers of Islam if, 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 our, if our social responsibilities are not met. Our Islam does not stop at, at, at your, uh, relig- uh, at your uh, spiritual obligations of uh, praying, fasting, uh, and that's it. Or not, not eating or not consuming or covering, head covering or all that, what kind of clothes. It, Islam goes beyond that. And interest is a very grievous sin as, as it is pointed out here. So, whoops. And then the scholars uh, uh, comment further or further on this concept, saying that the the the, the collapse uh, the, the 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 collapse the inequity causes a push in different directions, where you know, rich are are usually collapsing because of this assets and poor because of their sorrow. So even rich people, you know, they they are concerned how much have they invested. So you know, you see that sorrow is a character in both extremes. On one extreme, you have people who are sad and depressed because they do not have enough. On the other hand, they already have so much, but since they have so much, they also have to, the bukhul, you know, they have to constantly think of how to maintain this. I was just reading uh, an interview, again, I'm not going to name any individual here. He, this person already has massive factories and he's, he's one of the richest people in the world right now. Yet he was already saying that the only way to take this, uh, to take this earth out of the environmental crisis is to have literally 100 more factories of the factories that he has right now. So again, in that moment, he's constantly thinking of how he can promote his businesses. What about establishing a charity? What about, uh, I, I can highly recommend you to read an article on Yaqeen website called Waqf. The, the uh, Waqf is, uh, let me see how was it translated. Uh, it was on Yaqeen Institute website. Uh, the, the morally imagination of the waqf. I'm really sorry, but you know, I had no idea that I would, I would come across the, the resolution. Yes, the rise and fall of Islamic philanthropic institutions, waqfs. I would highly recommend you to read this paper. It's written by Dr. Zara Khan uh, on Yaqeen, uh, Yaqeen web's website, and the title is um, Reviving the Waqf Tradition, Moral Imagination and the Structural Causes of Poverty. And I think she has done an amazing job. This, this paper is so powerful. The first time I read it, it really made me rethink so much that's happening in the world. And you know, the, the questions, you know, it's just so easy to ask this question. What can we do to solve uh, hunger? There's so much pain in the world. There's so much, you know, it is so normal to ask these questions. But let's normalize even the solutions of this. It's really not that complicated. You know, we, 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 we think it's complicated because we think it's, it's far from us. The solution is far from us. We cannot reach to the politics. We cannot reach to the people in the throne. But let's start from us. Let's start from, from within. There are so many people who are doing this voluntary uh, jobs at the moment, who, who, are, who are fighting for, to providing shelter to the homeless people, to providing, uh, that, uh, to, to, it, to ensure that the benefits of, of, of government reach to these people. Sometimes everything is written in paper, but everything, the reality is so much different than what the law says. I mean, I, I, I know how much was it of a trouble for me to, to, to get myself the German nationality. On paper, it, I would have gotten it after six years, but the reality was so different. I, I could only apply after eight and a half years. But my situation is very different. But the idea, the principle here is what we are looking at. The essence is that, yes, even if there are laws on, documented, the reality is entirely different. So let's go further. So 
in the Quran, wherever you see a verse of riba, it is soon followed by the verse of charity to, to, to highlight that Islamic principle is, is, is a social system, social financial system based on your charities. That people are not in a position that they resort to unpayable contracts, right? And, and rich, the rich feel the burden, not the poor here. The rich should be another burden of providing enough uh, movement of the cash and, not, and, and, and to abolish hoarding of wealth and that, they, uh, that, that people don't end up, uh, end up in these contracts. But again, Islam does not attack on your wealth. The zakat, for example, it is not a tax on what you earn. It is a tax on what you save and only 2.5% if you reach a certain value. So you see that there is, there is this uh, system established. How practical that is in today's time is the question that I cannot answer. This is a question that only economists and, and people who have the knowledge can answer. I can only talk about the tools that I know from my limited knowledge. So because, you know, this is, this is if, you, if you look at the economic recessions that happened, right, in the 2000s, you, you, you had this imaginary bubble that kept on building and then it popped and then you realize there was this money that was not really there so you had this imaginary money and, and you know this this is where then where the economists suffer and the and the people who are doing this nine to five job are the ones who suffer the most what about the ceos what about the this this, uh, this vice presidents they, they don't lose their jobs they just you know kind of downsize companies siemens four thousand employees they had to uh, fire when the recession took place so many people. It was, was really interesting for me that the, the, this, the, the branch that I was working for in Siemens in Dubai, they did not fire anyone. What they did is that they said, okay, now they, the, the business trips, they will be cut down. And if the business trips are actually happening, the vice presidents will not be traveling in business class. Instead, they will be traveling in economy class. So you see, what's the need of a business class? Why can't a person travel in economy class for a business trip, even if you're a CEO? Like, this is where I don't understand, really. Like, how much money can a company save on, on this tiny aspect? By just changing their policy on this, they saved uh, jobs of so many other people in the, in the company. Sometimes you see that, you know, you, you just, you, they're just useless cost out there that a company can save so that the others don't suffer. What's important then at the end of the day? To keep, keep their brand image not, not the brand image, to keep their managers happy or to keep everyone happy in the company. How important, what effects does this, this hierarchy have in, in a company, right? So, um, all right, so, all right. So in, in Islam, in Islam, then you have loan is not, loan actually, interestingly, in Islam is not perceived as a business transaction, but as a means of charity. Abdullah ibn Umar, uh, the, the famous companion, he's also narrator of many ahadith, he said there are three types of loan. One loan where you, where you give, where you help someone out just, to, uh, just for the desire of pleasure of Allah. The second, you desire the pleasure of companion. So you say, okay, you know, you're my friend, I'm going to help you out. I don't want any money on this. You take the money and you give it back to me in installments or however you want it. Or you, you feel that you, you're not, you, you, you know, we talked about this the other day, that when you feel that your money is not with the clean means and you're somehow affected by the system, you start giving it just to purify your wealth. You just, you know, you just give charity in this. And then actually the, the interest, the abolishment of interest uh, is, is a central character of also other Abrahamic religions, Judaism and, and uh, Christianity as well. In Judaism, for example, uh, SQL 22-24, uh, 
uh, I'm just going to read a very short excerpt, and it says that fear your Lord, thou shalt not give money from, 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 from increase, from interest. It is in Leviticus. Deuteronomy also. It, there it also says there, is, there should be no interest. Actually, Christianity took it very strict, even a stricter approach until 1832. But the Protestant Reformation in the 1600s, where John Calvin was the first person to propose a reinterpretation of this verse, and eventually church took, the, took back the, the it, it, it uh, renounced uh, the prohibition of interest. Martin Luther you have, Aristotle you have. They, 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 they consider this completely unnatural and unethical form of uh, money making. That, that to make money on money. So you, don't, you, you, you see that this is, this is something, this is a concept. And this, um, this talk that I was referring to between uh, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf and um, uh, this American uh, philosopher on this greed, I will just quickly look for this episode on... Uh, uh, I have my laptop today actually with me, so I can do a very quick look. Um, this was together with... Ah, yeah, this episode. So here you have Dr. Sheikh Hamza Yusuf. Um, and <laughs> I'm really sorry. So the video is called The False Idol of Greed. And the uh, the guest speaker is... Okay, I'm so sorry. I thought the... The video would show his name, but it did not show the name. Well, that's a pity. I'm so sorry for this. But uh, again, you can you can YouTube this video. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So he is a so he's a prominent Catholic jurist and intellectual, Robert P. George. Um, and also later by Rabbi Michael Lerner, an activist and a founder of the Tikkun magazine. So here you have these people talking about this, exactly this, this, this greed and what interest, uh, how interest plays, uh, plays a role in that. Um, so what's really interesting is that um, the interest, the, the, what, what interest has done to the society, we need to inform ourselves quite well on this, uh, uh, on this topic. I feel that since we are just, we are born into the system because I, I think interest started at least before I was born or at least before I get conscious or I started to involve myself in these um, transactions, the, 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 the drawbacks of interest were never, were never made transparent to us are never made actually transparent to us we never learn about this in our schools we never learn about this in our in our uh, in, in our in our basic uh, education and i think because since it is so much involved in our daily life i think it must the, the drawbacks of such a financial system must be taught to uh, must be taught to students so something can be done against them but then again it's not taught because there are people right now who do not want it to be fixed because there are so many people, there are so many elite who are benefiting from this and they know how much money can they make. They know how much money uh, can they make on the money they already they, uh, they have at the moment. So actually in Islam, the one who takes riba, the one who gives riba, the one who witnesses riba, the one who writes it down, the contract, all of them are considered equal in the sight of Allah. So they're all on sin. So it's not only the person who gives, but the also person who takes and yes, we cannot run away from the system. Some of it, we, we, we are impacted by that. And that's why sometimes it is important to give away some charity. Maybe it's a euro or two, a dollar or two. Just give it away just to purify your wealth. Because as much as we would like to get rid of uh, uh, interest, we are completely sinking into it as well. 
There was a really interesting quote uh, before I before I end uh, this episode. The the president of Nigeria said actually, whatever we loan until 80, 1985 or nineteen eighty six, it was five billion dollars, and we ended up paying sixteen billion dollars. And as of now, we still owe twenty eight billion dollars. Injustice of foreign creditors, who we are suffering through the in by the injustice of foreign creditors who raise the interest rate, and we. The one thing that I wish would be forbidden is compound interest. You know, you see, so it, interest is something that is centered on selfishness and greed. And everyone at the end pays a price, and especially the people in debt. The people in debt are the ones who suffer the most. The, the, the debt they have to pay on their credit cards. The, 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 the idea you give people to, to enjoy, especially the banks, you know, they, they, they thrive on this idea. Take the money from me now, pay me whenever you have time, but go and enjoy. Indulge. So you start enjoying on, you start enjoying on money you don't actually have. You start buying things from money you don't own. You and at the end of the day, you become a puppet in the hands of the banks, and then they determine how you spend your money and how you spend your life and how you monitor your expenses. We really have to have a take a step. And one thing I, I really have to appreciate and admire of German people, they try to pay from cash as much as they can. And I asked them, I was like, you know, you, 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 you are one of the first world countries. I mean, you, you, you're, you're progressive. Why do you still pay with, uh, why don't you pay with just, you know, you go to a cafe, pay with your card. It's, it's interesting, in many cities in Germany, you cannot pay with card everywhere. And I think now, in retrospect, it is a very powerful tool to pay with cash because you have, you, you, you have an eye on your expenses. You see how much you're paying. So you kind of put a break on yourself. You're like, okay, you know, I cannot afford this right now and it's okay that I cannot afford this right now. I don't have to indulge myself into this. If I cannot afford it, I should not buy it. Because if I only pay using my bank account card, I lose an, uh, I lose an overview of, uh, of my expenses. So you see, this is, this, is, this, is, this is a kind of a system. I mean, of course, people can call it a conspiracy theory or whatever they want to call it, but I really think that people are affected by that. I have met people who are living in debt. I was in debt. So many students are in debt. Talk to the students who, who are in the US and how much, how every graduate is, is, is under debt. You know, you create a system where people are in debt all the time. And who is, is benefiting at the end of the day out of all of this? And what are they doing with their money that they have? You know, one of the singers actually, uh, she decided to, to, to give, um, to pay off the debts of many students' loans. And they were really happy about that. But then you, you again see some people have the lifestyle where you know, they, they want to spend $1.5 million on their next jewelry item or $2 million or $4 million. But how, how much, we see that on the news, right? But how much of it or how much of, of the money they have they actually put into good use for someone else? So you see, this is a mindset that we need to create on our own. It starts from us. I, I mentioned this uh, previously in, in one of my uh, episodes, and I will do it again. Like we, we are millionaires for, for many people right now, especially people, people earning in dollars and euro and, 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 and are earning above a certain average. We are millionaires for many others who are living in the third world countries. Let's, let's, start, let's start investing in, 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 in social projects, in social welfare. If we cannot, we again talked about it in some previous episodes, if we cannot go physically or do something, then let's enable others. Let's, let's give them the means. Let's write something. Let's, you know, we, need to, we need to understand one thing, that there's not only one person that will bring about justice, that will bring about the much-needed peace in this, uh, on this planet. It's, it's, it's a job of each and every one of us much more of the people are in, 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 in influence. 
So I hope may Allah, may Allah help us to fight our, to fight, to, to fight our desires in the most productive way and, and to make us realize that our, make us realize our duties as a human and not let some, 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 some companies, some banks, some, some brands define our, uh, our life and our worth for us. وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته